Blog Talk Radio. Welcome one and all to She Said, She Said's sixth great episode of our Hashtag iCandy Show, a special feature in which we celebrate and honor internet movers and shakers who are truly an eyeful. That is, they are interesting, innovative, and iconic. These incredible men and women are truly eye candy in every sense of the word. And today's guest is no exception to that rule, right, Jude? That is so right. Hey, Lena, you are nailing it. We are really honored to have with us today one of the hottest new singing stars to grace the market in 2018. She just blasted the doors down at the cutting room in New York City last week with none other than Lawrence Juber himself. So we feel pretty darn privileged and happy to have her with us and happy for everyone who's listening to be able to get to know her. You are absolutely right. It is going to be a spectacular show today. Uh, Speaking of getting to know people, I am Lena Stagg, the co-host of She Said, She Said. I'm the author of the Recipe Records series of rock and roll cookbooks, which are full of good food, good fun, and great rock and roll stories, facts, and trivia. There are four books in the series, the original, Volume covers music and food from the 50s to today. Then there's the nostalgic 1960s edition with dishes your mama used to make and listening to the music your mama used to listen to. (laughs) And, of course, we have the Beatles edition and none other. You can't have the Beatles without having the Stones, right? (laughs) So check out those books at lanastag.com, and while you're there, sign up for my free newsletter with blogs, juicy rock and roll tidbits, and now and then a free recipe or two. And guys, I am Jude Sutherland Kessler, author of the John Lennon series. I am Lena's trusty sidekick. The John Lennon (laughs) series, for those of you who do not know, is a series of nine volumes, perhaps ten. We'll talk about that in a later show that cover the life of John Lennon, and it takes you almost day by day through John's life in a very highly documented, factual story form. You feel as if you're with John and the Beatles, as if you're there for each moment. And the newest book, which is coming out at the Fest for Beatles fans in Chicago in August, is the latest book. It should have known better. You can read a sample chapter from that book, And you can pre-order, should have known better, today at johnlennonseries.com. And just like Lena, I have a free newsletter where we give you coupons for books. And we also give great gifts. And this month we are giving the free collector's cover poster from the new book when you Mm pre-order. So get in there and reap the rewards, people. 
and you will not be disappointed. I've had a sneak peek at that book, and you should have known better. I'm telling you, it is, it is, it has to be in your collection. Um, I'm just, I can't even, I can't even tell you how um, outstanding this book is going to be. You're going to love it. But we want to hurry and bring on our guest because she has great music to share with us and a great chat coming as well. She hails from New York City and is a true city girl. In fact, she can be seen skipping her way through the streets of New York with her extremely popular and healthy skipping class. I did some of that, but it wasn't physical. Um, anyway, we'll let her give you the skinny on that. Get it? Skinny? She also <laughs> created and runs a highly successful successful adult kindergarten where you can go back to the days of crayons, cookies and milk, and imagination. Talk about getting rid of stress, right? Sounds good to me. <laughs> it does. It really does. But we really want to focus today on her latest and I think greatest achievement, although her uh, adult kindergarten has been off the charts popular. But our guest has a brand new CD, which dropped just a few weeks ago, and it's called Swimming in Rainbows. Guys, I promise you, it is a truly technicolor, exciting, and lovely, very upbeat CD, which, you know, you don't get a lot of these days. We hear so much negativity on the news. This is a happy place. So here to tell mm -hmm. us all about it is our friend, singer-songwriter Michelle Joni Lapidos. Hey, Michelle Joni, welcome to She Said, She Said. Hello, hello, ladies. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, we're so glad to. We're so thrilled to have you here. Yay! It's <laughs> terrific. So terrific. I know you're totally busy, so thank you for making time to be on our show. It is an honor to be here with you guys. I love working with you both in the fest through the years, and let's let's have some fun. Well, we'll do it. So we inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> you know, it's so weird, and I've experienced this in my own life, but when you have known someone forever and a day, and they do something like when I wrote my book or when my husband does artwork or when you drop your CD, people are like, oh, yeah, well, I've known Michelle Joni forever, so how good can this really be? Well, I immediately started listening to the tracks that were online, and I was like, I called Lena and said, Lena, this girl is damn good. This is good mm -hmm. stuff. It is. She's really talented. So tell us about the CD. Did you write the songs? How long have you been working on it? How did it all come about? Give us a scoop. Yeah, thanks. So, so I mean, this, this CD, Swimming in Rainbows, was, I guess it's in, in some ways been a lifetime in the making, um, but it really, it all kind of happened uh, over nine days in the studio in L.A., produced by Mark Hudson. And I did, I wrote all the songs. Um, and so over over the nine days, some of the songs are, were kind of started beforehand, but for the most part, the songs were written kind of consecutively. I just kind of like write them really like in a, in a, in a gust and I sing them a cappella 
and wow. then in the studio the music was wrapped around the vocals and wow. that the album was was just unfolded in this in this way we did one song it was about one song a day in the studio and it's this amazing studio it was like the dream spot you know mark hudson's rainbow mm-hmm. world everywhere ringo Starr's drum kit i'm like sitting on while they're doing my album wow. it was it was a total dream, and it was so incredible to have this focus on creating this because over the years I've done a lot of different kind of music. I've done, made tracks here and there, made music videos, and, you know, it's always been like it just, I've, I've learned to freestyle and rap, and so kind of taking this album and having a chance to pull all that together and put out a product that was it feels so aligned in what I want to say to the world. Um, it's really exciting. Yeah, that is amazing. And for those of you who don't know, um, Mark Hudson was a producer for many of Ringo's LPs and worked very intimately with Ringo. Um, and he is a rocker in his own right. If you've ever been to the Fest for Beatles fans for that Saturday night concert, when Mark Hudson takes the stage, I mean, the man is a true rocker. So what better advisor and mentor and producer, you know, could could you have, right? Oh, it was amazing, you know. And we've been we've been working together and dreaming about things for years, and we have this rainbow soul connection, and so. You know, it's kind of like, when are we going to make them, when are we going to make the album? And we kind of just willed it into existence. And it was, it was so much fun. And, you know, he really was able to take my vision and what I, my, you know, my vocals and my whole thing and, and create around it. And wow, do exactly what I could, you know, that's what I, it's exactly what I could have wanted. And, 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 like, being there for the whole process and being able to be like, oh, no, this part's a little more, like, you know, bluesy or, you know, just. Yeah. It's, it was amazing. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, you know, our show is a Beatles-based show. And so I know your life has been rather Beatles-based because your dad came up with the idea for the Fest for Beatles fans and actually got permission from John Lennon himself to start the fest and he and your mom and then when you and jessica came along it's been a family affair i mean you've always run the festival for beatles fans so did john paul george and ringo heavily influence the cd do you think heavily 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 (laughs) they are the beatles are like like my home base you know i grew up as the you know, the running around the fest for Beatles fans through the years and creating around the 50th anniversaries over the past decade. And like, they're just, I mean, I was named after Michelle, you know, after Paul's song. So just, you know, from the moment I was born, even before that, it's, you know, the Beatles have been a really home base for me in terms of my musical influence, you know, growing up singing the songs, embodying all the songs and, you know, there's, there's so much about the Beatles' journey that's influenced mine. And, uh, you know, one thing is, like, every time the Beatles put out something, it was, like, a whole new thing that had never been seen before and, mm-hmm. like, a whole new era of the Beatles. They just kept reinventing themselves and introducing new things. And I feel like, you know, whether it's music or, you know, other things that I've done, it, I guess I've always felt that kind of, like, pressure in in, like, a subconscious way to, like, you know, reinvent and like always, you know, put out that next amazing, uh, 
whole new whole new world that you create. And right. you know, it, it goes it goes into like each beetle is like really embedded in me and like during during the recording I seven chakras of all the different colors really ignite with different like superstars that came through me and they're like made it like people who have influenced me in the past and, and through the years but really kind of like had this new presence and um John Lennon is like my root he's like my my root chakra like he gave my dad permission to create Beetlefest and he uh like his his vision for the world feels like it kind of directs mine in a way um and so you know he's like a definitely like a a rooted home base for me as well and and George as well comes through in my sacral chakra my creation and uh he is he is such a big part of my life and his spiritual journey has deeply influenced mine um and I actually you know beyond this like you know and then you know Ringo's drum kit being there for the recording I mean it was it's all just like it's all there and um and I actually when I when I released the album I was very specific about the dates because I know you know I've been creating around like the Beatles 50th anniversary for Sgt. Pepper and the 50th, the 50th anniversary of help I made a video like a help video and a song to like call in help that I needed and yeah. I've just it's kind of been like this natural thing like every you know this 50 years later thing um and just anniversaries in general and so I released the album we had it so we were in the, we were in the studio in LA uh January 12th through 20th and I was like, I want this album out by February 7th. So it's the same day that the Beatles came to America 54 years mm-hmm. ago. And Marky was like, that's so soon. I was like, yep, we're going we're gonna to do it. And he had it. We did it. We had it, like, mixed and mastered. And we had it out by February 7th. And then, uh-huh. uh, you know, the Beatles, for four years and a week later, um, they went to India on their spiritual quest. And... Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually Valentine's Day um, 50 years ago that George and John flew out to New Delhi. And I decided that that would be a good idea, like not to wait four years, but just to wait the week. And so a week after it launched, I cast a spell on consciousness and <laughs> took, um, mm-hmm. took a flight to India. And I went, wow. And I, you know, spent my two weeks touring the place. I went to Rishikesh. I went to the Beatles ashram. I toured around and went to, went to uh, Mumbai as well. And it was amazing. And I just, that was like a huge part of like making the album and the whole journey. And I actually made one of my music videos while I was there. (laughs) That's crazy, girl. That is crazy. I know. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. I mean, you know, I'm just excited. I go to Shreveport, which is an hour and 45 minutes away. (laughs) You're flying to India. Well, you mentioned your roots in John and in George and, of course, Ringo's presence with Mark Hudson there. But obviously, Paul was quite there because this track that we're getting ready to listen to from Swimming in Rainbows is one that Michelle Joni said is rather when I'm 64-ish. So here is Unicorn Spectrum. Mm-hmm. 
letting people know that they're a unicorn and <laughs> they can do whatever they want and they are, uh, you know, that they're, that you're exactly perfect. And it's also like this, it's a, it's a, it's a freedom to, it's kind of like the whole party and celebration. Like you can wake up and actually be like a celebrate, celebrate the day. And um, yeah, it's also about like the colors and I love asking people where they are in the unicorn spectrum. I think it's a, I think it's a question that everyone should ask each other, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's (laughs) not a single spectrum. I love it. We, as you said earlier, we need more positive um, in our lives. So I just, I love it, everything about it. You were very, very kind to uh, share all of your tracks with us. And I want to play another track that Jude and I felt was our favorite. Um, and, I mean, there were so many on here that it was really difficult to choose. But um, we both really loved Groovy Night. Tell us about um, a little bit about the song, and then we'll play it for our listeners. Sure. Well, it's no surprise that you love Groovy Night. That is the song that features Lawrence Juber. And uh, ah! Lawrence, did you, did you guys know that? No. <laughs> you didn't? That was me. No. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, before I before I went into the studio with Mark, um, I actually stayed with Lawrence Juber and his wife, Hope, and uh, we went into the studio one night, and Lawrence made this, like, guitar riff, and I went in, and I did a, a freestyle over it, and I freestyled twice over the song, and we kind of messed it up and took the best parts and um I then was creating a song with somebody who played in wings and it was like this incredible experience wow. of course. Um <laughs> yeah, so I I brought it in we we took the what we made with Lawrence and brought it in with Mark and then that that was like the heavier production on it. But uh yeah this was this is the only song on the track, a uh, song on the album that is freestyled and not written. Except for wow. the last one was um, Permanent Magical Culture, where I spoke, and that was also a free form. But yes, this is this is freestyle. Well, this is awesome. So let's tune in and listen to Michelle Joni Lapidos with our favorite song off her new CD, Swimming in Rainbows. This track is called Groovy Night.
up the whole world and they got choked up and we'll see you getting choked up and we'll bring it like we're broke up and we'll both love on your little bitty won't stop hey yo Michelle Joni Lapitos with Groovy Night. That is awesome. That gets us in our groove. Guys, you've got to get this new CD, Swimming in Rainbows, today. And Michelle, since we're getting close to the cutoff for the live show, uh, I would want for you to pass out your information where people can follow you and where they can find your CD. Our show is going to be cut off right at the 30-minute mark. And if you're listening live, you can tune in to the archives show, which will be up on at this very same link, and it will be up shortly after we close the show. So if you get cut off, just tune back into the show and uh, pick up where we left off. But, Michelle, go ahead and give us the links and all the spots where people can go to find your cool, cool CD. Awesome, yeah. So you can go to swimminginrainbows.com. I have a whole immersive website where you can stream and listen to the music, interact with the songs, um, help create permanent magical culture in the world. Uh, The album is available on iTunes, on Spotify, on Napster, iHeartRadio, you name it, Google Play, it's everywhere. And you can find me on the Internet all over the place at Michelle Joni, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-J-O-N-I, on Instagram, on YouTube, on Facebook, um, Google me, you know, whatever. It's all there. I have a SoundCloud with some actually a groovy night uh, behind the scenes, like stuff that was on the cutting room, the cutting floor, cutting room floor. 
for Groovy Night on my SoundCloud. Uh, let's see. I'm on a seven-stop, seven-chakra tour around New York right now. So we have shows coming up. We just played a place called The Keep last night. We have a show. Our next show is June 17th, Father's Day at Bowery Electric. And then we have a summer solstice celebration at a secret spot in Bushwick on June 21st. We're playing June 28th in Jersey City. And on July 11th, we're playing The Bitter End of the Rainbow at The Bitter End. And you can find everything uh, updated on the site, hashtag permanent magical culture, hashtag swimming in rainbows, hashtag Joni 2020, because I'm also running for president in 2020, because I believe we have a world of beauty and magic ahead of us, and that it'll lead the free world. Someone's got to do it, right? <laughs> That's right. I love it. <laughs> That's Very a bad nice. job, though. <laughs> That job is hard. Really hard. I don't know. (laughs) Well, we have been so thrilled to have you here today. I know it's going to cut off any second, but we're going to keep going in our after show. We've got about eight minutes or so. And um, you are going to be at the Fest for Beatles fans in Chicago selling your CD as well, right? Yes, I will be there. Okay, good deal, because we know a lot of our listeners will be at the Chicago Fest, and we want to encourage them to come by and get your CD there as well if they don't do it before then. So one other thing I wanted to ask you about, I've always been curious about this, is your um, adult kindergarten class. Are you still pursuing that? Because I know it was hugely popular. Tell us a little bit about that. Sure, yes. Well, it's Preschool Mastermind is the is – the, uh, official name it's it it was amazing i mean i've i've done you know several classes through the the original preschool mastermind as you know went viral around the world and really uh awakened this whole new sense of play um from for myself and for you know in the in the ether and i guess what um it's it's translated in a number of different ways in my work, and uh, it's uh, there's not currently a class right now, but I kind of consider everything that I do is in a way like let's really look back at what what we what we knew when we were kids, and and uh, take that forward with us. We were so willing to explore and innocent and you know, curious, and we believed we could be anybody anybody we wanted to be when we grew up, and these are the kind of things that we need to still believe and take another look at. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so, you know, a lot we can learn from our, our younger selves. Yeah, and that all went into the CD as well, didn't it? Totally, and also we can, we can use the alphabet in a whole new way as well. I have a whole system of re- uh, Reassessing the alphabet and finding power in letters is called alphabetics with an X, and uh, it is cool. That's been one of my projects that I've been working on for a few years. Um, so that's kind of like a new. We've been using the alphabet our whole life. We've been using letters and words. How you know communication is is here. It kind of needs like a shake up right now. There's a lot of uh, mishaps that happen because of the way that they're communicated, and I think we need a more personalized system of communicating with one another. And so Hmm. that's part of the big picture of what I'm working towards. 
Good grief. Well, you are definitely busy. I mean, those dates you're playing are amazing. And so, listeners, get out there and get a copy while you still can of Michelle Joni's fun, as you could hear from those selections today, fast-paced, loved groovy night. It's an uplifting CD, Swimming in Rainbows. I promise you, you're going to enjoy every second of it. Smiling from ear to ear. You're going to want to dance. You're going to get up and move. There's no doubt about it. Really, as you can tell from our tracks that we shared, it's a great listen. So get out there and get it. And Michelle, thank you very, very much for taking time out to be with us and share your story today. Whether we're at the fest with you or on the radio show or wherever, you are always so much fun, and we really appreciate it. Oh, thank you, Tony. I appreciate you so much, and this has been a pleasure. Well, we have loved it. Thank you, thank you. Yes, thank yes. you. We said something. Can't wait. We said it. Can't wait to see you at the fest. Thanks a lot. I'll see you at the fest. Go swimming in rainbows. And coming up in three weeks on Monday, the 25th of June, we have a guest you do not want to miss. He was the lead reporter for the powerful Westinghouse Radio Network in the 1960s, and he was the person hand-selected by Westinghouse to travel with the Beatles on the 1964 North American tour. He became John Lennon's close friend and Monopoly-playing buddy, and he has, a great, has great stories to tell about the events of August and September of 1964 with the Beatles. Art Schreiber is going to be here and give you the inside story on what really happened on that tour. Until then, here's Food for Thought, Food for the Soul, and Food for the Love of Rock and Roll. Tra and shine on. And here's an afterthought for you from Michelle Joni Lapidos's new CD, Swimming in Rainbows. This is Afterthought.
Just 